money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. This morning, you're ready to talk money? I'm ready every morning. Well, not every morning, but every morning we're in the studio. Yes, but... Except the mornings that you're not, so it's all good. Except when you wake up beside me and start asking me, you know, business questions or financial questions and my eyes aren't even open, then I'm not ready to talk yet. (laughs) But yeah, anyway. Shall we move on? Yes, move on. Introduce the show. Well, this (laughs) is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money, and we so appreciate and invite you to... Pull up the seat, grab your coffee, sit down. If you're driving in the car on the on the podcast and listening in, keep your hands on the wheel. But recognizing that we're just having conversations with uh, with different topics, different people. Um, I we were looking back and and reviewing some of the the shows we've done over the last, and it's been just totally fun. And part of that plays into our topic today. It's just Reb and I today. We're all alone in the studio, the two of us, except for Dan, who is making us sound great. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate that. And on that note, if you need to hear the uh, podcast in a different format, you can't join us on Friday mornings on CHRI, then you can always listen on the website, uh, morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. The, uh, all the podcasts are, are there. We're also on iTunes. We're on uh, TuneIn. We're on uh, Google Play. So if you want to bring us with you on your, your mobile device, you can certainly do that through those venues as well. And today, one of the things, we're going to talk about celebration. I'm breaking the news. (laughs) So we're we're talking about celebrating because Canada Day is coming up. Yeah, it's in like two days. Two days. And we thought, what an opportunity for us to be able to, to say, you know what? We need to encourage those people on their financial journey to take a moment and celebrate. And, and part of that is, you can't do it alone. And so we've got, uh, it's tough to celebrate alone. It, I agree. It's like, I guess you can have, uh, you know. You can do a little happy dance maybe. But, I know. But you know, the but reality is it's pretty I tough know. to do it alone. Celebration is way better together. And yes. so we've got a couple friends who said, Dave, Reb, we love your show. And we want to join the journey. We want to come along. And we're, we want to help sponsor a show. Okay. And we said, we are not doing this alone. Come along. And we we so appreciate all the friends who, who sponsor shows and partner with us. Um, and so we, we're just going to acknowledge and celebrate them today. And um, who's sponsoring the show today? I know. Oh, I should let you, you know, sweat it out yeah. a minute. Our, our friends... 
Are you going to say our friends? They've been friends of ours for a long time, Rob and Lynn Dixon, and they've been mentors to us and um, encouragers to us for many, many years. So we want to thank them this morning for helping uh, have this show on the air this morning. And Rob and Lynn, if you're in the Ottawa area and you're listening to CHRI.ca, <laughs> I mean, they were one of the yes. founding people who who were in, instrumental, really, in, in bringing Christian radio here to Ottawa. I so. know I know that the um, CRTC, the gentleman in charge, or listening, listened all those years ago to why we should have a Christian radio station. Um, in his book, he mentions Robin Lynn's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, who said, I want, I'm a teenager, I want music that I can listen to. That, And that was one of the turning points, I think, for... For them so interesting sh- little yeah. tidbit. So anyway, Rob and Lynn, thank you very much. So And, we're and talking- thanks for joining the journey with us. Yes. As, uh, Rob and Lynn are one of many people. I that thought you that. were, when you were talking about them, I thought you were going to give the address and tell people to stop by their house, you know, because they're such great people. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to do. Uh, but- <laughs> I don't think I got licensed to do that. No, you so. didn't. I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Rob and Lynn will be laughing if they're listening to me right now. Anyway. But okay, can I just do, I know we yeah. do scripture and we're going to get there, but I have to say I went online and I printed off Canada 150s, like July 1st stats. Mm-hmm. And in our house, our kids- Which was last year. Right. And we're 151 this year. But la, my kids are all about the strange things that happen apps in your life or whatever. And um, uh, anyway, this is for them. Did you know that in on July 1st, 1767, Samuel Hearn- carved his name on a boulder near Fort Prince of Wales, which is Churchill, Manitoba. He was going to become the first European to reach the Arctic Ocean over land. And according to this paper that I have in my hand, um, it was the first Canadian graffiti. And there's a picture of it. Actually, he put S. Hearn, July 1st, 1767. I thought that was really cool. This this website has like a gazillion things that happened on July 1st in Canada. So I, I guess you could go Google it yourself. But I thought that was a pretty cool, pretty uh, cool thing. That's pretty cool. I think, yeah, first so, Canadian graffiti, July 1st. So we're talking about celebration. Yes. Part of celebration is, of course, looking back and going, well, what do we have to celebrate? And so we're celebrating the first Canadian graffiti. Graffiti, I guess so. But I just, I just think it's... Okay, it's cool because Canada wasn't a nation at all, and he it's July 1st that he does it. Like, it's these random July 1st things that are really cool. Anyway. That's pretty cool. I didn't make that connection yeah, in the sense like, that it's before Canada's even a before. country. Yeah. yeah, like it's not like, oh, it's Canada Day today. He had no clue, yeah. and it happened to be that. I thought that was a really neat uh, for all you young people who like random facts. There's a so, random fact for you for July 1st. So this is kind of like... Um, how you do scripture then because <laughs> i'm trying to connect that to money or you know no, i guess i can i can connect to do, it to celebration it i get nothing, it but, right yeah. it has nothing to do with money it's okay. canada day it's our birthday so celebrate and i have I'm, to open the other box okay but then, right? i i am good at celebrating you have to admit and i probably celebrate too much in my house okay the other day my daughter's like you're you're going to your seminar, yes. Why are you bringing cake? I said, well, we're kind of having a celebration. And she's like, well, can I come? And I'm like, why do you want to come? Well, you're having a party. There's cake. Mm-hmm. 
you know, Serena likes to have a party just like I do because yes. it's fun to celebrate milestones and all of these things. So I picked today um, the scripture. No, it doesn't have anything to do with money, but it has to do with um, celebrating. And I just love it. And I'm going to pick pieces out of it. And it's Nehemiah 8. And we all know and quote frequently the verse, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Well, this is the context for that verse if you don't know where it comes from. And um, um, Nehemiah had come in. He had um, helped rebuild. Ezra and Nehemiah, the, the duo that are yes, rebuilding Jerusalem. They're rebuilding Jerusalem. And um, it is the first day of the seventh month. And Ezra the priest brings the law before the assembly. And he starts to read it. And the women and others who could understand and the men listen attentively to the book of the law. Ezra opens the book in verse 5, um, all the people could see him because he was standing above them. And as he opened it, the people all stood up. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God, and all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen and Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. And it goes on, um, and they, in verse 8, they read from the book of the law of God, making it clear and giving the meaning so the people understood what was being read. Then Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest, and teacher of the law and the Levites who were instructing the people said to them, The day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people had been weeping as they listened to the words of the law. Nehemiah said, Go and enjoy choice food and sweet drinks and send some to those who have nothing prepared. This day is holy to our Lord. Do not grieve, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. The Levites calmed all the people, saying, Be still, for this is a holy day. Do not grieve. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions of food, and to celebrate with great joy, because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. And I'm going to read that verse again, because I love it. Then all the people went away to eat and drink, to send portions. They're sharing what they have. And to celebrate with great joy because they now understood the words that had been made known to them. And um, the reason I picked these verses in context of why it's important to celebrate, you know, we, we have a lot, you know, on an upper, on a higher level in relation to Canada Day, there's a lot in our nation that maybe some of us are very concerned about grieving over and, and rightly so, <laughs> but um, I believe that God calls us to times of feasting and celebration. And in the Old Testament, you know, God in the law had laid out all these great feast days, you know, seven days of eating, preparing food and sharing. And of course, you're looking at me like, yeah, that is awesome. Bring it on. Bring it on. And we, I don't think, you know, as we were praying this morning, even with with Dan, we were praying, you know, we don't necessarily celebrate so well. We don't celebrate hearing the word and understanding it. When's the last time you got up and said, wow, this is awesome. I'm going to celebrate because God has revealed himself to me and I have the word and I have Jesus. And like, when's the last time we say that? We're, we, and then let's go make some food and, and bring, bring it to, it our, to neighbors our neighbors and have a party. Can you imagine if we got up on our front porches on Canada Day and started reading the word of God to our neighbors? I mean, no, the, I can't imagine. I, no one. I mean, everyone thinks that's a little bizarre, but that's what they were doing. They were doing it as part 
because it was clear it was the first day of the seventh mm-hmm. month and then the story goes on they read further on what they're supposed to do according mm-hmm. to the law they're supposed to make temporary shelters and for seven days they're together like on the rooftops they're celebrating and eating together because god has revealed his word he mm-hmm. is bringing restoration and so on that upper level sure we do that on canada day we get together with our neighbors we go to the cottage we are hopefully or going to the fireworks downtown it's a fun weekend mm-hmm. um, of celebration for our nation it's an excuse to celebrate but as christians what what are we celebrating and then down to our level because this is where the financial piece comes in how do we celebrate our financial victories how do we celebrate knowing when you when you find out what god says about money and possessions in the word does it make you celebrate or does it make you weep probably weeping first <laughs> because you understand oh man maybe i've blown it or this is really hard. How am I going to do this? This is impossible. Mm-hmm. That's where Nehemiah was at with the people. And Nehemiah comes in and says, it's a festival. This is a festival ordained by God to, to celebrate. So don't weep. Now is the time for rejoicing. Yeah, there's a, you know, what's interesting, you didn't read the verse, but in chapter 8, in verse 1, it just says, all the people came together as one in the square before the water gate, and they told Ezra, the teacher of the law, to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for um, Israel. for Israel. And uh, my thought when I read this through as we were preparing and, and thought, it's so important that we're ready. You know, in our financial journeys, there's sometimes we have false starts. There's sometimes that we, that we go, but here the people were like, we're ready to hear the word of the Lord. We're ready. Our hearts, for whatever reason, and we, you know, we could probably look in a little bit further and 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 do some analysis and go, okay, so what was going on there, right? What what was the the scene? But we know that they're in a rebuilding stage. They're, you know, Israel, Jerusalem specifically, but the entire nation is in a bit of a, a chaos. Certainly, Jerusalem is is in ruins and. I'm thinking now I'm connecting to the financial piece. You know, how many times haven't we felt that we're in ruins? And, and, you know, we know from the statistics that you're not alone in that. You know, you're not alone. And so the people came together and they said, we need to come back and hear the word of the Lord. We're, we're ready to hear the word of the Lord. And I think that's such a key component to the rest of the chapter and how they respond. Because then they go, okay, it's repentance. It's, I've got to change something. And then the, the, the leaders, the Ezra, Nehemiah, the, the Levites go, yeah, but first, we have to look at all the things that we have. We have to look and be thankful for the Lord and for how he rescued us from Egypt and, and you know, all of those things and go, let's, let's take a moment to celebrate life and celebrate the life that God has given us as a nation. Yes, there's work to do. Yes, we'll get to that. Yes, there's there's going to be times where, you know, it looks down and discouraging, but we need to take a moment, to take a step, to, to just pause and go, what do we have to celebrate and list out and, and, and do that? And, and so that's what they do. 
and they they take a week in the middle of their rebuild and they go let's celebrate let's enjoy each other let's make sure that uh again that we're sharing what we have if i've got more than i need i can share with with somebody who doesn't have enough and and let's all celebrate together and to me we can take so much from that into our financial journeys. Well, and we have a really great example of that. So our uh, coaching clients mm-hmm. who come to More Than Enough and they are part of our program and our Unleashed program in particular, they spend um, a year uh, one-on-one with their coach once a month. They mm-hmm. call and email that coach, but they also come to some workshops that we've created and um, there's a, a, a year we're together every month, once a month. And it's like a, having a small group, I guess. But um, a few weeks ago. Oh, no, it's not like having no, a small group. No, I know. Okay, it's maybe a little more directive. Uh, but, but interestingly, a few weeks ago, we, we, I, I had at first called it a graduation. And Dave says, oh, no, it's not a graduation. It's a celebration of a milestone mm-hmm. that we've completed mm-hmm. the workshops. And... Um, you know, we had an evening of dessert and celebration. Had all of them arrived? Have all of them arrived? No. no. It's Is a there part- an expectation that that they should have arrived? arrived. Yeah, Absolutely no, not. no. In in that sense, it's not like a graduation completing a course and now you get it and you're on your way. I mean, we it, didn't even give them anything to hang on the wall. No, we didn't. No, we gave we gave them something different. But but what was beautiful about that night in relation to this? this mm-hmm. celebration was Dave was adamant that you were adamant that we needed to celebrate, that we mm-hmm. need to celebrate. And some of them had gone off the rails actually. Mm-hmm. And that night they said, okay, we need to reconnect with you because they were, they were hearing about success. They were hearing, uh, sharing. We'd, we'd spent the year sharing our hard stories mm-hmm. really and sharing our struggles. They had heard the word. And, and then that night they, we actually said, well, what impacted you? What sessions impacted you? And then we got to hear how the Lord used different sessions to impact them. And in some ways it was like probably for the people of Israel hearing the word, they're impacted, they're mourning and they're grieving. But then we had this night of now we can celebrate because God did bring conviction. God did bring change in smaller, large ways. And it's so important. It's, it's sometimes we think celebration is, um, oh, we can celebrate at the end. Mm -hmm. And what if we celebrated halfway through or in the middle or, or, or even, or even when we fail, because it's celebrating God who picks us up again. Well, and, and again, I, I think God's designed this. I mean, when we look at this from a, a biological or a, a metaphysical, is that metaphysical or, or how our brains work and, and all of that? I mean, there's all kinds of, of great evidence that says when we're in a difficult spot, when we're, when we're pushing through a little bit of celebration gives us that something extra. And that can be as simple as if you've ever run a race, if you've ever, um, you know, done a 5k, a 10k, a 1k bike run, you know, whatever, 
at the end of the race or near the end of the race or sometimes in the middle of the race, you'll hear people clapping and cheering. Yes. Why do they do that? Because you are about to give up and they want to keep you going. Of course, right? And what does that do for us, the one wow. running the race? Are we over yet? Are we done? Are we complete? No, we're not. But, but it, it gives us, us the, 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 the uh, I guess in the physical, it gives us a, a little more dopamine. You know, like well, I don't know what, all that's of that. One of the, one of the, the things that I realized, you know, you get a happy chemical released when you celebrate and, and our, we want to experience that happy chemical more yeah. often. And, and so that pushes us on to do that. Um, but I, I just, I just, after reading these verses and then seeing what we've done with the unleashed group mm-hmm. and how we're just celebrating and encouraging and, and maybe people are thinking, you know, you come for coaching it's shameful and embarrassing. You have to have courage. You're going to deal with all these bad habits. And that's all people think it is. But actually, it's like it's like more than enough is here just wanting to encourage people to, to run the race. And, and I will say that when, when we talk about with our coaches, we are cheerleaders by nature in the right. sense of saying, you know, all of the people that come alongside, and, and I will encourage you, if you have somebody who is mentoring you in the financial world or in any other realm, if, if they're not your cheerleader, yes, they need to speak truth and they need to, yeah, I get that. But if there, if there is, if there's not the biggest cheering going on from that person that you're accountable to, you may want to look and, and re, have that discussion and figure out, okay, so what is that? Is this the right person for me? Because there is so much good that comes from encouragement and, and cheering and motivation. And, and I mean, again, we, we watch the YouTube videos on motivation. We, we, we love to listen to certain speakers just because they, they're motivating to us and how they, they, they deliver their message, whatever it is in our life. That's a big part of it. So you're, so we need to be aware of who's cheerleading us. And how are we cheerleading others? How are we even doing that for our kids? How are we doing that? You know, when you look at someone's finances and they come in and they struggle, you know, are, are we just pointing out all the faults or are we, or are we saying, yeah, you could improve here, but look what you've done. And like, how do you, how do we celebrate financial victory? I guess if people are out there thinking, you know, I've been, I'm wanting to do this. How do you, how do we do that? How do we celebrate? Well, I mean, there's so many ways when, when we're going through the coaching that we do at More Than Enough that it's celebration simply because there is something to celebrate. And often as a coach sitting outside of of the numbers and, yes. and looking in, my I'm looking for the places where we can celebrate. To so point something them out. as simple as somebody took cash this week to the grocery store instead of putting it on credit. Because they have trouble with credit or or they they sat down and actually spoke to their husband or wife and, did, and did, talked did their financial, financial date. date and you can celebrate doing it even if you fight because you celebrate those milestones. You think, you know what? Sometimes we see all that we're not mm-hmm. instead of seeing. But I did and this. And that's and that's again, that's. When we're in the difficult spot, when we're in the storm, all we see is the storm. Right. And if I can use the metaphor, I mean, my job as as a coach and, and as a, uh, an encourager is to go, yes, the storm is there. Absolutely. But let's look at Christ. 
let's look that there's a boat right close by. Can we get to it? Like, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's some of these things that we say, wait a minute, if all I'm doing is focused on the negative storm stuff, I'm going to miss all these other things. Oh, and I happen. read, okay, this is really interesting because I just read with the kids um, about having negative faith. And it was this, I know it's, I don't know if anyone's heard that term before, but we're to have faith for the scripture says, it's the substance of things hoped for. So celebration is part of hoping, mm-hmm. hoping for what is not yet. But when you have negative faith, and he uses description, you know, as a golfer, you know, he's looking about, and I don't, I'm really bad with golfing analogies, so you have to excuse me. But, you know, when you're looking at your goal and there's a lake next to you, if you're folk, if you're worried about getting the goal, if you're worried about the lake, you'll, he says, you'll likely Shoot, the ball goes, goes in the right lake every time. Every time. But yeah. he said, if you're shooting toward the goal and that's your aim and that's your sight, that's where you're hoping you're mm-hmm. going to get. But, and, and he said, you know, how m- many of us are focused on the negative? You know, like, oh man, our debt's so huge. Uh, you know, there's just no way. You've already, you've already disqualified yourself because of you're looking at the lake mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know what? I I can do this a day at a time. I can track my spending. I can um I can start talking to my spouse and my kids about money. I can go to my pastor. I can find accountability people. I can call more than enough. There are there there are places to go to people to talk to. Those are small victories. Don't disqualify yourself by having negative faith, by focusing on what is not, but focusing on what could be. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had this, I, I just feel like I need to share this. I had this great picture. We were praying for our ministry and our clients um, the other day. And I had this this picture of, of people so focused on the kingdom, so focused on Jesus, so seeking after the kingdom of God um, that all that we weren't looking at the debt anymore. We knew the debt was there, but it was like Christ and the Father and the Spirit were coming behind and just taking care of it. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't mean that vision didn't mean that we don't do anything or do we, we're not proactive and we don't change things. But our focus became the heart of God so much mm-hmm. that he was just taking care of it in ways we couldn't imagine. And I thought, Lord, is this possible? Mm-hmm. Is this possible? And I I don't, I haven't even, you know. You and you know, it, that's essentially what's happened here in Nehemiah, though, to bring it right down to where we started to, to go. Nehemiah and the crew are saying, there is, can we rebuild Jerusalem? And what do they do? They start and they go, we need to focus on God. We need to focus on his word. And we need to let that lead us. And as, you know, there are many scriptures. of scriptures that say, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my mm-hmm. path. The scriptures that, that, that say, the Lord has made a way of escape for us. Well, he's made a way of escape, but we need to keep our eyes focused on him because we have to follow him through that right. way of escape. So in your picture saying, yes, it's possible, but our focus absolutely needs to be on the Father absolutely needs to be on God. And, and and that's actually been the answer that God's given you and I personally. Mm-hmm. Seek my heart and not my hand. Mm-hmm. And we're just still learning what that means. But I and it goes back to Nehemiah's 
I keep when I think of Nehemiah, I th- think of a weapon in one hand and a hammer in the other. When they're sure. building, the families are all along the wall, and they have the they have they know what they're up against, but they have to work with their habits. They mm-hmm. know that the battle is the Lord's, but they have it the hammer in their hand to do what they need to do to rebuild the wall. And those are the practical things. Yes. And I mean, and, and and just on a practical note, I know we're winding down. Um, we have this new thing on our Facebook page called um, Wednesday Wins. And um, it's a really, you might think it's really silly, but it's a place that... What? Celebration silly? I, okay, I know. But some people might be other like, whatever. Um, but it's a place that you can go and put your little wins down, big or small, mm-hmm. uh, your financial wins to encourage other people. So, mm-hmm. So Facebook... More than enough Facebook. I yeah. don't even know what the address yeah, is, is, but uh, <laughs> Wednesday yeah. wins. Do search more than enough financial on the Facebook, and you'll find us. Wednesday wins is is where we go for that. Um, we're gonna wrap up. So why don't I pray? Lord, we just thank you for your grace. We thank you that you teach us all along through history, through your word, that uh, really. We, you prepare a table in the presence of our enemies, a celebration when the storm is all around us and it doesn't make sense. And so, Lord, that's my just my my thanks and my my just I guess my my thanks to you and my encouragement to all those that uh, we journey with that we would keep our eyes on you and celebrate in the midst uh, of all the things that that would try to steal the joy that you put in our hearts. And so, we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for your grace to us when we fall down and your strength to us when we get back up and pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Go out and celebrate. That's the homework for, for this week is, is find something or someone, find something and someone to celebrate with and for. Uh, and if you need an excuse, Canada Day is as good as any. So thanks for uh, being with us today. Uh, if you need to get any more uh, or review the podcast, chri.ca, morethanenough.ca iTunes, Spotify, all the other places where you get your your uh, your mobile devices and join us next week when we talk money. Let's talk money is a division of more than enough financial fitness where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.